It is Saturday, February 6, 2021. You are tuned in to the Rookie Runners Podcast. This is Ray. We have a great show up ahead for you, so let's get right to it. Welcome to the Rookie Runners Podcast, a show that explores the challenges and conversations runners are having as they begin their running journey. We run to become the best versions of ourselves. Embrace the process and enjoy each and every step. Now, here's your host, Ray Gerard. Thank you so much for dropping by. A special welcome to my new listeners. I know there's a lot of you out there. Thank you so much for listening. And as well as my regular listeners and supporters, I appreciate all of your presence here today. As some of you already know, my goal in creating this podcast was to bring some value to the running community that I love so much. We all run for many different reasons, and along the way, there's always something new to learn or a new experience to consider or apply to our running and fitness journey. That's what the show is about, and my goal is to continue to bring the value and make your listening experience worthwhile. I've been running for a little bit over four years, so I consider myself a rookie still. (laughs) And I'd have to agree that along the way, I have become a better version of myself. Whether it's our fitness, our health, our overall outlook on life, we all get something of value in the process. So embrace the process. That's what makes running such an incredible sport. This episode is brought to you by Butter and Lye. Butter and Lye is a natural soap company committed to creating products that are simple and gentle on your skin. Their body soaps provide a perfect clean with no artificial fragrances, colors, or any of the toxins that leaves your skin feeling dull, dry, and damaged. As a runner, I'm in and out of the shower often, so I'm mindful of the soap products that I use. I love Butter and Lye's charcoal bar, as well as their exfoliating pink clay. They leave my skin feeling fresh and clean every time. They are also a sustainable company in doing their part in maintaining a clean and healthy environment. Check them out at butterandlie.com. That's B-U-T-T-E-R-A-N-D-L-Y-E.com. And as a special gift to our listeners, you can use promo code ROOKIERUNNERS15 at checkout for 15% discount. How about that? So that's butterandlie.com. Please check them out. And use promo code ROOKIERUNNERS15 at checkout for a 15% discount. One of my favorite running quotes is from the book Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. And it is as follows. As runners, the reason we race is not to beat each other, but rather to be with each other. When I first read that, it resonated well with me. Because that's one of the best rewards of running, right? The camaraderie, being part of the community, the shared experience. Yes. And speaking of community, coming up in segment two, my next guest is a great example of community and togetherness. He is the co-founder of the Black Runners Connection. He's a marathoner, a cyclist, among other activities. It is my pleasure to welcome to the microphone, Mr. James Ravenel.
Hello, James. How's it going? Hey, it's going well, going well. Thanks for having me on. That's great. Great to have you. And we've been talking about this for weeks. I'm glad we finally made it happen. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. You're up north, right? In Jersey, around the New York area? Did yeah, you- I'm, so I'm I'm right on the Hudson River. I when I look out my window, I see New York City. Well, okay, you know, usually, usually I see New York City, but there's a it's still snowing a little bit. So yes, that's what I, I was going to ask. A snowstorm, yeah, right? Yeah. The, so the storm, as it's going through, the city disappears, and then once those clouds move through, then I'm able to see the city again. Okay. Uh, but but yeah, I'm 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 in Jersey, but it's essentially like being in New York. You guys got about 20 inches from what I heard. You know what? That's what I heard, too, because I have <laughs> not gone outside. <laughs> <laughs> I dodged the bullet. I'm in Virginia, so uh, we just got some rain. Oh, OK. Well, that's yeah, excellent. Look, look, look at you. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but, lots to talk mm-hmm. about. So let's get right into it. But tell the audience a little bit about your running journey. And when did you start running and how uh, what made you get started? So um, when I was 37, um, I I, uh, I left my house one day and I was uh, trying to catch the bus on time. So I started running down the block and I got halfway down the block and I was just out of breath, just couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. And I said, I am too young to be this way. And I'm a really slim dude, you know, at, sure. probably at the time I'm six feet tall. And at the time I was maybe a buck 40. Um, you know, I'm not, not much bigger now, but, you know, I used to always refer to myself as skinny fat because, <laughs> okay. you know, I was very slim, but I was not, I was just, you know, not very, well, I, I shouldn't say if you're fat, you know, it doesn't, doesn't mean you're not healthy, but I know that I was, I was very unhealthy, um, and I needed to change that. So, um, I was looking for things to do and ended up getting into cycling. Uh, within maybe like a month or two of that, I actually I actually went out and got some um, sport goggles when uh when I when it was time to uh, get active, mm-hmm. and I said I'm going to find a sport. I don't care what it is. I'm going to find a sport <laughs> to, to get involved in. And how um, long ago was that? What was it? How many years ago? Oh, that was back in 2012. Okay. Um, yeah. So I started cycling, and you know I I you know when I get into something, I'm like all the way into it. And, um, I ended up joining major Taylor iron riders, um, cycling club, uh, based out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I rode, you know, I'd always be on my bike and, you know, with my crew, with my club. And I'd look at runners and I'm like, where are they going? Like, <laughs> it's such a bizarre thing. And now we're one of them. <laughs> I, and now we're, we're NC. And so that's what happened. I, I was, um, I had gotten really fit. I had done a couple of, uh, I think by that, by around 2014, I had, um, I had actually, uh, I would say by the end of 2014, I had ridden already about five century rides. There's a hundred milers on the bike. Okay. You know, those are, those are like our marathons. They're, they're, they're as taxing on your body, um, as, as running a marathon, but that may, uh, probably around April, one of my, uh, my friends, my good friend Cheryl, she had asked me to join her in, in, in Brooklyn half marathon. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was crazy, but you know, she asked me that because back in, it was like February of that year. Uh, and 
I was about to go out to ride. I only had about half an hour, maybe an hour, hour tops. And I had started, I got all my gear on to go ride. And I, and I look out the window. I just, it just didn't dawn on me to look out the window. And it was snow. It was, it snowed and I didn't realize it. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, man, I said, I just want like a half an hour, just 40 minutes of, you know, so. So I took my, my bike computer, my Garmin, I threw it in my back pocket because I knew that I can convert it, convert a site, uh, convert that into a run when I got it into Strava and I went for a run. And when I came back and I posted my results on Facebook, a bunch of my friends were like, did you just do that? And I was like, yeah. Hmm. They were like, how long have you been a runner? I said, I'm not a runner. I just, I just need to get a, a quick work. They were like, and that was your pace. And I was like, yeah, is something wrong? I have because I have no frame of reference at all for running. <laughs> like, right. I have no idea what's good, what's bad, what's weird, what's you know common. Um, and what was that time? What was that pace? It was like a nine thirty pace. Okay, and, your and, first time. And it was my first time, and they were like, "I've been trying to run this pace for five years, and you run, you you do your first run, and you run that pace, and I can't stand you." And I'm like, <laughs> "Whoa." I said, I had no idea. So then I started to look and I realized that maybe I have an aptitude that I wasn't aware of. But right. being a psych, being a cyclist, like I was, you know, I had really great heart health. Um, and I had, you know, over from 2012 into 2014, I had become very fit. Oh, sure. The um, cardiovascular you know, system was oh, biking. Oh, man. Really make you strong. Yeah, it it was amazing. So, mm-hmm. you know, like my 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 little calves got a little bigger, you know, my my quads started getting a little bigger. So, sure. I, I was I was stoked, man. When Cheryl asked me to join her in the half marathon, I thought she was crazy, but then I was like, oh, maybe I could do it. Mm-hmm. And so, I started running, and I kind of fell in love with it. Like, you know, cycling is 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 very hard, um, and I love cycling. Right. But I love running because it's just you in the pavement. Exactly. Oh. You against yourself, right? Yep. That's yep. what I love about it. And so you, yeah. you, you've been running, you've run 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons. Along the way, you co-founded the Black Runners Connection. And yep. that has grown into quite a sizable group. Give us a little bit of background and history of the group and what made you decide to form the Black Runners Connection. So it's funny. I didn't really decide to form it, right? What it just—it's one of those very organic things. So, like I mentioned, I come from the cycling world, sure. and um, you know, there's so few of us, and so we honor Major Taylor, who was like one of—he was like the first. Because there are so few of us in that world, whenever we go to like those uh, major races, like the centuries—I shouldn't even call them races—they're—they're they're, they're more tours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but because when we go to these events there's so few of us we mostly know each other so we make a point we we make a point of getting together um in cycling so i remember when i joined the national black marathoners association group on facebook you know every leading i had so after brooklyn i ran another race and then i was going to be running miami half marathon and you know every leading i had i was looking at all these threads of people saying that they were going to be in miami and everybody asking, is there going to be a meetup? And mm-hmm. I was like, why, why are there so many different threads for this? Like in the cycling world, we just, everybody knows that we're going to be at this one place every, every year. Gotcha. And, and so I just decided, I said, Hey, I'm going to make a group 
for the people going down for the 2015 Miami half marathon, you know, marathon and half marathon. Mm -hmm. And um, I created the group and I sent the link out to everybody. And it was like a long name. It was like 2015 Miami marathon, black runners connection. And (laughs) it was like crazy long because I just wanted it for that, for that race. Um, And when, when I started, it was maybe like 20 of us were in there. Um, as we were leading up to the weekend for Miami, um, for Miami famous, as it's called people and more people, by the time we got down to Miami, we probably had like 40 people in the group. And by the time we got to the meet and greet, you know, through word of mouth, we had about 60 people who attended the event. Um, and you know, and that was in, that was in January, 2015. It was such a success. And we had so, I mean, we made so many connections. I, I made, I met people and have connected with people from that that time that I'm still friends with, like really mm-hmm. close friends with even to now. And they, when we left that weekend from Miami, we were up to 140 people. Wow. Right. So, you know, we, we, we sharing pictures and just really talking about reminiscing over the weekend. And someone asked if I would keep a lot of people actually asked if I would keep the group. And so I was like, all right. I said, well, maybe I'll just just keep it for Miami, you know, marathon. And then I locked off to 2015. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people were saying, well, what about the other races if we want to get together? So I was like, uh, OK, I guess. So I ended up just lopping off the name of the race and just calling it the black or just calling it Black Runners Connection. Right. And man, it just exploded after that. That's great. <laughs> I mean. It, it really was just being in the right place at the right time. Um, yeah. One thing and, I, and, I, mm-hmm. I, do, I do love about running is that the connections that we make, we can make lifelong friendships. And But the fact that you um, made it uh, a black runner's connection, I think we needed that as well, right? In the uh, black running community, there's not that much representation. Well, so here's the thing, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and, and I, make a, I always make a point of this, um, you know, National Black Marathon Association is huge. Uh, okay. um, I mean, at the at the time when, you know, when um, BRC was formed, it, it, again, it was formed out of that group. Okay. Um, and they already had at the time, there were like 12,000 people in that group when I joined. And you know what? Um, I've never I, heard of the, uh, you said National Black Marathoners? Nas- National Black Marathoners Association. Okay. Um, they, they are actually the largest group of um, black runners on Facebook. I think my group is probably black runners connection is probably the second uh, at this, at this point. Uh, gotcha. I could be wrong, but, but we're, you know, we, we are, we are now at 8,000. I think um, NBMA as, it, as people usually call it, mm-hmm. I think NBMA is now at about 18,000 last time I looked. Um and there's also so, Black Men Run, right? That's another, that's a separate organization. Yes. Yeah. And, and Black Black Men Run is, and, and Black Girls Run, those are more mm-hmm. um, where you have local chapters of people. Um, and those are like in-person groups. Whereas Black Runners Connection, we are predominantly online. Uh, we don't have like uh, local chapters where, in fact, the majority of our population are people who are in the BGR Black Girls Run and also BMR Black Men Run. Mm-hmm. Um, I would tell you that that is the majority of our of, um, Black Runners Connections population. Okay, got it. You know, yeah. but um, just more to your point though, like you know, we 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 did have a presence um, already on Facebook, 
And I, it was, there was never like any in, intention on my part to start this group. It just, for the way that it's being used, it just kind of happened and it worked. And, right. um, and you do have a co-founder as well, right? That yeah. Put it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so we, what we, what we have found Devon Cully and I, Devon is, is the co-founder is that each of the different groups have like, they're kind of, they all have their own kind of vibe. And, and right. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in pretty much all of them. Right. So there's like, there's one for, you know, um, black Greeks, um, BGRN that my, one of my frat brothers, he, he, he founded, mm-hmm. um, that's a black Greek running network. You have my friend, uh, Heather King, who has, uh, team, team takedown is the name of hers. Okay. Um, and so like, you know, she's good with really organizing large groups of black runners to go to different events. She was uh, the, the person that helped to organize like the Black Icy Project, where they had like 30 runners do the seven continents run. Uh, um, okay. And also, well, I think the Black Icy might just be for Antarctica, but I think it's the seven continents. But but you can look, you know, we, we can talk more and I can see some details about that later. But Oh, sure. And uh, speaking of overseas mm-hmm. races, you've done a few overseas races right what what was your most memorable well berlin marathon is was the was the world major marathon that i ran um mm-hmm. in 2017 and it was incredible just you know the whole vibe of berlin like the people there are very knowledgeable very knowledgeable about the sport mm-hmm. um uh, of distance running and so um, you know, they were, the, the crowds were just like being at home, except, you know, I couldn't understand what anyone was really saying if they weren't speaking English, but, okay. uh, but it, it was an awesome experience to, to just run through, run through Berlin, see the architecture, see the, the smiling faces of supporting fans, um, and just be in that environment. It, it, it was really, really a well-run race. That's great. Like you said, it's a different vibe. I have yet to run uh, an overseas race, and I, that's one of my goals you know, in the next couple of years. You've run races from 5K to the full marathon over the years. What really keeps you motivated, and what's your favorite distance? So I, I run everything from the, from the one-miler, which is, is you just puking your guts up when you're done. Yeah, just like that's the, go all out. That's the goal. Yeah, you just <laughs> go all out, and you when you finish, you – if you don't feel like you're going to puke, you probably didn't run as fast as you could have. I agree. Five <laughs> um, k is a is a very competitive distance for me. Like I, I I hate it and I love it at the same time. Sure. But um, but my favorite distance is really the half marathon because it's just long enough to give me that feeling of I'm like I'm I'm in in a in a in a distance race, but also. I have the uh, endurance to run it really fast for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, when I first my my first uh, half marathon, I think I ran like a maybe like a ten thirty pace. My fastest um, half marathon, I ran at a seven thirty pace okay. or seven twenty seven seven twenty seven, right? Sure. And so, you know, I every year I would get a little bit better. And it's just something about that distance. It's, it's, it's hard. It's so hard, but it's so, yeah. Um, it, it, ironically, the 10 mile, I would, I would think the 10 miler would be like my favorite distance, but every time I run a 10 miler, I suck at it. I like, mm. I have, I have like my worst times 
running a 10 miler. Probably it's because when we run 10 miles, we tend to go out a little too fast. Some yeah, of us. Probably, yeah. 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 And I, I end up burning out by the time I get to like mile eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a half, like my best 10 mile, like looking at Strava, right? Mm-hmm. My best 10 mile times come in half marathons. Okay. It's interesting, right? But I've done seven and each time I've managed to PR and it seems that the more you run them, the more you, you get to know your body. Which and distance are you talking about? The, uh, half the, marathon? the half marathon. Yep. I, yeah. I agree. It's a very satisfying race once yeah. you complete it and get your, your PR. But yeah. you've gathered a lot of running experience over the years. And one of the things we do here at the Rookie Runners podcast is try to get some, some gems, some of advice from those of us that have been running for a while. Mm-hmm. We were all rookies at one point. Right. Yep. So you know the struggles and the uh, the challenges that new runners face. What advice would you give to the new runner, or even the intermediate runner that's going through some challenges and struggling to stay motivated? Yeah. So there's so many, right? Mm -hmm. I think, and Ray, you and I, we we talk about this a lot of times. Like, you know, staying healthy is like really important (laughs) because if if you're injured, you you can't you you can't even run, and so. That's doing true. things, doing, doing the things that are necessary. One, getting the right shoes, you know, going to a running store, getting, making sure that you have the right type of shoes for the runner that you are, you know, letting them do a gait analysis on you and make sure that you start there. Because if you, if you're, if you have the wrong shoes, you start getting, you know, other little nagging injuries that you don't realize are injuries. I agree. Uh, or, or, or starting to become an injury. So getting the right shoes, starting, you know, starting by going to a run store, getting the correct shoes, I would say is is the first thing. Number two, um, delight in the small victories, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think sometimes new runners especially, they think that they have to run and only run the first time they run. So they, they don't allow themselves an opportunity to walk when they have to. Right. I, I, tell, I tell people all the time, even in a marathon, I run when I can and I walk if I have to. And that's okay. You don't, you know, just being a runner doesn't mean you never walk. It just means that, you know, you're, you're doing this thing that is running based. And as you get stronger, you know, over time, you'll be able to run for longer distances, but you don't get a trophy for only running, right? I agree. The the victory is in moving forward, no matter Mm -hmm. what your pace is. Like don't, don't compare yourself to other people and their pace, you know, if you if you have a goal, whatever it is, if today if your goal today is just fifteen minutes that you want to be out, then do your fifteen minutes. Don't worry about what somebody else is. Don't try to compete against the old lady that just blew past you. If you're in a five k, because she may have been running for forty years. Exactly. And right, so mm-hmm. you have to you have to stay with inside yourself. Know the environment to which you're running in, and then dress appropriately for that. And if you're not sure. You should always ask for advice on what runners in your area do to get out there. So, like I live in the Northeast, it snow it snows here. It's cold, you know, this time of year. So, I make sure that I have thermal gear so that when I'm running on days where I have to run outside because I don't want to do 12 miles on a treadmill, mm-hmm. um, that my body's warm. I make sure I have the right kind of gloves. Make sure I have enough layers on. I make sure that I have my ears covered. The little things that you do 
that don't seem like much, they really help you to succeed in what you're doing. Pay attention to the small details. But the the biggest thing for new runners is that you have fun. Don't be so serious. <laughs> get out there, get the right tools. And what I mean is, you know, the right the right clothing for the season. Get the right running shoes. But have fun. Exactly. Set yourself right. You know, give yourself markers that are attainable because there's there's a lot that happens when you have a success. I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. up the small detail. It's really what helps us enjoy the process because really it's a process, right? Absolutely. Every time you get on the pavement, it is part of the process. Mm-hmm. I call it uh, my running journey. Absolutely. And as runners, we share a common goal of being better today than we were yesterday. That's really what it's all about, right? And uh, I've told you before that uh, I want to enjoy this process for years to come. I don't want to get to a point where I'm burned out or I'm overtrained, any of that. So that's why I'm just enjoying the process. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I would say this. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes we run as we get too hard on ourselves. And and <clears throat> when we say, hey, be better than you were yesterday, mm-hmm. don't take that so literally, right? Because some people think that if they didn't run faster than they did the day before or the month before, or the year before right. that they're fa- that they're failing, but you're not failing. Your victory was getting out on the pavement, getting your butt off the couch, and getting out on the pavement, or getting on that treadmill, or getting on that track. You know, moving forward is your victory. Exactly. And do the best that you can that day. That's your victory. I agree. And also, do not compare yourself to others, right? Because uh, sometimes we we get caught up these. Uh, matches against, you know, someone that we may know that's trying to get us to run a little faster, try to beat them or or try to race a little faster as you could beat them. So that, that yeah. can lead to all types of issues later on, you know, with, with injuries and it, it's important not to overdo it and try to yeah, I mean, keep the ego my, in check. My last injury, that's what happened. I, yeah. I, I let my I was training with the uh Nike moonshot program. And, you know, I was running in the purple group, which is a fast group. Mm -hmm. Um, and I let someone cajole me into joining the black group. There's, there's black and then there's vault after that. And, and, and and I, I had been saying the whole time, don't do it. Don't do it. Stay where you are. Stay where you are. And then one day I was feeling super strong and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I went all out in practice, Mm -hmm. all out. Like I was in a race okay, and I ended up having a stress reaction and that, that knocked me out for two months. Wow. So even though, you know, I I got in the gym with my coach, my strength coach, um, and she worked me out and I got so much stronger. Um, Shout out to coach. My love you. Um, you know, she, she beat me up in the gym and I was stronger. I still PR, um, Chicago by like almost five minutes. Great. But I wonder what would have happened had I not gotten injured. Um, and if I had just not allowed my ego to oh, ego or and, and peer pressure mm-hmm. to, you know, um, control me into doing something I knew better than like, I knew that even going to the other group, I could have just sat back and just chilled, but sure. I had to show, I had to show them that I could be faster. Yeah. And, and we learned I, from experience, right? I learned, brother. I learned. (laughs) That's what it's all about. Yeah. And finally, James, 
What's next for you? Uh, any specific goals uh, you're pursuing for 2021 and beyond? What, what do you? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I've traditionally been a very low mileage runner. Um, I think the most miles I've ever run in a year and was like 800. And I had, I think, like four marathons that year. So um, I've dedicated myself this year to run 1,200 miles and also do 600 on a bike because I'd like to get back into doing duathlons. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm starting out the year slowly. Each of the first three months, I'm going to be running 80 miles per month. And then I will, you know, I will catch up at the towards the end of the year when I'm more fit um, with those remaining miles that I left on the table. But this year, I just want to get back to form. I want to be strong. I want to be more, con- not even, con- not just consistent, but I, I want to be more disciplined. And so far, I have been extremely disciplined to stay to the, to the, to the mileage um, goals that I have for each week, um, running outside when it's cold, when I don't feel like it. And as someone said to me, motivation is one thing, but, you know, discipline is the thing that's there when you don't feel motivated. So uh, like that, that resonated very well with me. So that is what my goal is, um, you know, my my personal run goal. And then also to continue to grow uh, Black Runners Connection. Uh, I, I think we we are on a wonderful trajectory and, you know, we're going to be like we're doing a, a little bit of marketing now, trying to get people in some of the gear so that, you know, you see what we call our cousins. We see our cousins when we're when we get back to racing in person. So uh, those, those are the major goals. And um, I love I'm it. Looking, yeah, I'm looking forward to this 2021 being a, a beautiful one. That's great. And you, you said it. Discipline. Is, yes. is what's there when we're not feeling motivated. I believe in that. Discipline is key. Yeah. It's been a, a pleasure having you on the show, Jay. Moving forward, uh, tell tell us where we can find you. You're, you have the Facebook group and what else? One, I just want to say real quickly, thank you so much for um, for uh, coming on and inviting me to, to your podcast. Uh, you've been doing some great work and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we have this type of podcast you know, so we, we get a lot of new runners <laughs> in BRC. Yes. So I got to make a point of sending them to your to your podcast because people are getting a lot of great gems here. So so thanks for that. Sure. Um, I appreciate it. Right. And so you, you asked um, where people can find me or well, you can find um, Black Runners Connection on Facebook. That is where our major presence is. Um, that's just a Facebook group. Uh, it's just Black Runners Connection. Make sure you look for the group and not the page because um, the page is just kind of like a necessary thing to link with our Instagram. Our Instagram hashtag and account name are the same. Um, so on IG, um, our uh, account is BLK Runners. One word, no spaces, obviously. BLK Runners, short for Black Runners. Um, and you can find me personally at uh, on, on IG at James Ravenel. Uh, that's J-A-M-E-S-R-A-V-E-N-E-L-L. Um, I post pretty sporadically, um, but most of the, the, the best way to catch up with us is on Facebook and our Facebook group. And you asked also about an article. I've been in a lot of articles, especially with yes. regards to, to Facebook. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, to uh, Black Runners Connection. So yes, that's I'm what not, I saw. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure which one you saw, but, um, you know, periodically um, people will reach out and, you know, they want to you know, get insight from black runners. And I always make sure that I give shout outs to, you know, my, my fellow uh, 
Facebook group admins and their groups as well. Excellent. And I guess a quick Google search will bring up a lot of uh, stuff that you've done. And uh, you, you've done a lot. We appreciate you. And uh, thank you again. We'll keep the conversation going. And I hope one day to run with you, you know, when live racing comes back and I go to New York, even maybe the uh, the Brooklyn, the popular Brooklyn half. Yeah, you know? hopefully they'll bring it back this year, man. I, I, I have run that race every year since 2014. Wow. Minus minus last year when it, when it was canceled. So it was, you know, heartbreaking to to break the streak. But yeah, I ran it in 2018, and did you know that it oh, registration yeah. closed within four hours? That's how popular oh, yeah. this thing. Was. Yeah, like w- one of the years, it finished in about an I think an hour. It sold out. It was crazy. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. So, yeah. All right. One James. more thing, I, I yeah. just realized that you and I um, uh, went to the same alma mater. I, I went to New York Institute of Technology as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 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 That's uh, I did both uh, bachelor's and master's over there, and uh, I, I, w- I was on the uh, Long Island campus. I don't know if you've ever visited the uh, Long Island. Yeah. yeah. I've been there once, but I, I went to the Manhattan campus, the, the, the true commuter, commuter student. Yes. Um, yeah. I visited that campus as well. Yeah. And YIT. YIT, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, well, Ray, thanks. Thanks so much, man. It's been a pleasure, man. We'll, we'll keep the conversation going, and uh, we'll definitely... Uh, be in touch. All right. All right. Good, good talking to you. Thank good you so much. You. Thanks. All right. Take care. You are listening to the Rookie Runners Podcast. Be inspired to be a better runner today. And remember, you're always your toughest competitor. We run to find some part of ourselves yet undiscovered. Embrace the process and enjoy the journey. And now, stepping back to the mic, here is Ray Gerard. Welcome to segment three. This is where we wrap things up. Hey, did you know that you can leave me a voice message on the podcast page? Yes, you can. Just go to anchor.fm slash rookie runners. Click on message and you can leave me a voice message. How cool is that? And if you're feeling bold, you could answer this question for me. Why do you run? So leave me a message with the answer to your question Why do you run? And with your permission, I'll share your answer or your response in a future episode. So glad to have had the opportunity to interview James Ravenel. So please follow him on Instagram and, of course, follow the Black Runners Connection Facebook group. Make some new friends. Share some new running experiences. And of course, we can also keep the conversation going on social media. Check me out on Instagram at Rookie Runners Podcast. Facebook at Rookie Runners. Twitter at Runner underscore Rookie. I'm also at Ray on Twitter. At R-A-Y. That three-character username means that I've been around for a while. <laughs> I got on Twitter back in 2006 when Twitter was in its infancy. Everybody thought it was a fad, but I knew it was going to be big one day. 
So I jumped on. That's how I was able to cop that three character username. I will be right back. All right, and this just about wraps it up, folks. I'm putting a nice bow on it. Moving right along. Thank you so much for listening. And as I've said before, this show is all about you, the listener. I'm just that vehicle that brings it all together. So until next time, be strong, stay well, and run happy. I'll catch you on the rebound.